Listener Production. It would be appropriate, in my view, for Scott Morrison to resign and to leave Parliament. Will you resign over this? Well, of course not. Just um, and, well, and, and there's a couple of reasons for that. 10,000 Australians... Can get off the grass, please? Sure. Let's just move back from there. Hey, guys, I've just reseated that. Please, off the thing. Sorry, mate. All good. That's all good. Thanks. Hey there, Bencion Siebert here for the briefing. ScoMo is finally calling it. The former PM, Scott Morrison, will be announcing his resignation from federal parliament. The nine newspapers are reporting that he told his colleagues he will officially resign when federal parliament returns for the year in the first week of February. It closes a really wild chapter in Australian political history. Scott Morrison was first elected to parliament in the 2007 election that saw Kevin Rudd in the top job. Most Australians probably came to know him as Immigration Minister, where he presided over Operation Sovereign Borders. You might remember he famously got that weird statue in the shape of a boat that said, I stopped these. He was later Social Services Minister under Tony Abbott. You might also remember the robo-debt scandal. Then he was Treasurer, and he toppled Malcolm Turnbull to become Prime Minister in 2018. As PM, he came to grief over a very badly timed holiday to Hawaii while much of Australia burned in the 2019-2020 bushfires. He also gained a reputation for secrecy, famously signing a massive AUKUS submarine deal with the United States and Britain, snubbing France along the way. He led the country through the COVID crisis and finally lost the prime ministership when Anthony Albanese's Labour Party defeated the coalition in 2022. And of course, it wasn't until later that we found out he'd held secret ministries while he was in the top job. Joining me to unpack today's news and the legacy that Scott Morrison leaves behind us is Tom McElroy, Federal Political Correspondent for the Financial Review. Tom, thanks so much for joining us on what must be a very hectic day. Did people see this coming? Yes, Scott Morrison has been expected to call it quits for some months now. Traditionally, former Prime Ministers hang around for a short period of time before prompting a by-election in their seat. Scott Morrison has spent a bit of time trying to line up new work outside of federal parliament and I think has probably stayed longer than some of his colleagues expected. There's going to be a rush for the pre-selection in his seat of Cook and I think part of the timing is to give the party the opportunity to get its ducks in a row for whoever might replace him as the Liberal candidate. What will be the reaction across the political spectrum to today's news? I think people in the coalition will be sad to see Scott Morrison go. There's plenty of MPs in the Liberal Party and the National Party who believed he did a good job as Prime Minister, particularly on things like the AUKUS agreement and the COVID-19 pandemic. However, Scott Morrison's style of politics means that there won't be a lot of love lost for him on the crossbench or on the Labor benches. He was a big presence as Prime Minister, and I think many Australians, maybe even some in his seat of Cook, will be pleased to start a new chapter. He has an interesting legacy as Prime Minister. I think some of the Uh, things that we remember Scott Morrison for will fade in history and perhaps his more major things like the COVID pandemic will loom larger. But the secret ministry's saga and some of his other transparency problems um, are front of mind here in Parliament, I think. 
Do you think that his style of politics, you know, he was labelled Scotty from marketing, do you think that his style put Australian politics in a more kind of Trumpy place than it was before he was Prime Minister? Yeah, I think he fits into an arc of um, politics that you might call a little bit Trumpy that maybe starts with Tony Abbott. The aggressive or firm style of leadership from prime ministers in the last government under the coalition didn't resonate that well with some voters. And I think by the time of the last election in 2022, a lot of voters, including in his own seat, but also in the Teal seats, had probably had enough of Scott Morrison. That's to be expected after going through the pandemic and having been prime minister for a few years. But I think his unwillingness to be frank with voters sometimes and to dodge questions and pick weasel words probably cost him a bit of support. Also, there were some dynamics in that government and during his prime ministership, including um, attitudes to women voters and, you know, the placing in the family um, of men and women, but also the question of religious faith and all these kinds of things, different aspects of Scott Morrison's personality, which probably landed in different ways with voters around the country. Do you think that we'll see some dancing on the grave from the Prime Minister or from the Labor Party today? I think it's possible. Um, as I said earlier, a lot of people in the Labor Party who went up against Scott Morrison in two elections probably are happy to see the back of him. Robo-debt and things like the secret ministry saga left a pretty bad taste in people's mouths. Hopefully when he does announce his resignation in Parliament in early Feb, there will be speeches, you know, a valedictory and, and tributes to him as is, as is tradition. But I think if you got some MPs, including some Liberals, that must be said, uh, to speak frankly, they would probably tell you that it's good that he's leaving and it gives the party an opportunity to um, move on from what was a pretty bitter loss and, and what was a tough few years in government. You mentioned his very, very public and open religious faith and also his search for new work. What do you think is next for Scott Morrison? What can we expect from him? And is he likely to stay in public life like some other former prime ministers have? My sense is that he probably will seek to stay in public life. I think it's good that former Prime Ministers contribute to important national debates. It looks like he's going to take work with some international relations firms, potentially working a bit in the United States. He's going to stay living with his family in Sydney. He's also got a book coming up. The former US Vice President Mike Pence has written a forward to his book. It's called Plans for Your Good, a Prime Minister's Testimony of God's Faithfulness which is a bit of a departure from um, what we usually expect from former prime ministers. I think that will be an interesting part of his legacy to unpack. He, at times, wanted voters to see him as a person of faith and as a leader whose politics was founded in their religion, but at other times pushed back on any suggestion that it was influencing his decisions in government and sometimes was quite uncomfortable talking about it. But it looks like in his post-prime ministerial years, he's going to embrace that side of things a bit more if the book title is anything to go by. Do you think he'll be missed by his own constituents in Sydney? Uh, he's got a healthy margin in his seat. I think it's a 12% margin in Cook. He had a 6.6% swing against him at the 2022 election. I think some voters there would be very proud that the former Prime Minister was their MP, and I think plenty of 
people quite similar to Scott Morrison live in that part of the world, um, including evangelical Christians and people with, you know, out of suburban Sydney values, probably fit in the Shire where the part of town that he represents. So I think some will be sad to see him go. But I think Tony Abbott proves that people can get pretty jaded if former Prime Ministers hang around too long. Scott Morrison was probably thinking of Tony Abbott's experience in losing his seat and didn't want to stand at the next election, so he has decided to pull out about a year before we go back to the polls. Why do you think that he's waiting till Parliament starts again to officially tender his resignation? I think some people on the... um, Uh, coalition side of politics, people in Labor as well, believe that um, announcing the decision in Parliament on on big things like resignation um, is the right place to do it. It will allow him to give a valedictory speech and and he'll be able to um, give an assessment of his own career in that speech and, and listen to tributes from colleagues and former ministers and that kind of thing. I don't know this for sure, but my guess would be that Scott Morrison thinks that He's elected to Parliament for a three-year term and if he's going to leave ahead of that term, um, the House of Representatives is the place to announce that. It then gives the Speaker, Milton Dick, the opportunity to announce a by-election date and we expect that sometime in April. Okay, and Tom, finally, you're a federal political reporter who's spent a fair amount of time watching Scott Morrison. Is there a particular moment in his Prime Ministership that you would remember most of all? I must say, when I see him on the TV or around here at Parliament House, I often think about the pandemic. We had long, long press conferences in the Prime Minister's courtyard where he was speaking to the whole country. I think people tuned in in a way that they didn't usually and probably haven't since to a PM's press conference, desperate for information. I think we saw his um, management abilities at at play there, some decision-making that had to happen really quickly and that was literally life and death stuff. So, yeah, that's the memory that comes to mind. I've followed him around on a couple of election campaigns as well. So, yeah, I've put a few questions to Scott Morrison over the years and um, (laughs) I'll think about those campaigns as well. All right, Tom, I'll uh, let you get back to it. Thanks so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it, the end of Scott Morrison's political career. And I'm sure there'll be some people uh, who are very happy today and others who aren't. A very divisive political figure, I think it's fair to say. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am with the morning edition and hit us up on Instagram. We're asking you what you think of the resignation of Scott Morrison today. I'm Ben Sion Siebert. Thanks so much for listening. Listener.